Good morning. Very professional, <laughs> no nonsense relationship. Yeah, because, and I look, I look super professional right now. I was gonna come over here with like my towel wrapped around my head, and I was like, nah. I look like a. I know, but I, I just was like, nah. I'm, a, I look real weird with that. What? I just brushed my teeth, and now I'm drinking orange juice like a champion. Oh. <laughs> what? When do you brush your teeth, dude? Ah, uh, usually when I shower, and I haven't showered yet today. It's a Sunday. It's the bad. Lord's day. Mm-hmm. The Lord doesn't yes. want me. The Lord wants me to rest. He doesn't want hey, me to even shower. Hey, it's only it's only the Christian Lord's day. It's Shabbat, dude. <laughs> no, it's not Shabbat. Shabbat's from Friday night to Saturday night. Someone needs to do his homework. Well, that's why I just said Sunday's the Christian Lord's day. <laughs> Isn't there a different Shabbat? Like the uh, Seventh Day Adventists have a separate Shabbat. Well, then on they Saturday. stole it from the Jews. I imagine a lot of Christianity that doesn't was sound from right. The, Jews. the entirety of Christianity <laughs> was stolen from one singular Jew via his life, <laughs> and then his life again. Welcome to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. <laughs> I'm recording this. Is that our rolling? Welcome to a new edition of a Welcome to the dishes. Welcome to the dishes. You can hear my dishwasher in the background because you know it's a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. The very professional game show where one of us, or perhaps this time both of us, are quizzed on a movie. Yeah. By me. On a movie they haven't seen. I'm your co-host, Ethan. This is your other co-host... Wesley. (laughs) And the current score is nothing to nothing. It's a bonus episode, folks, if you can't tell by the extra voice here. Me. I'm Wes. (laughs) Uh, Today, our special guest is... Kira. (laughs) Fully replaced. We all know that either I'm your doppelganger, Kira, or you're mine. We, we lost track at some point. Yeah, there's a glitch in the Matrix. It's fine. I am the original. One of us was supposed to be dating Ethan. Yeah, I think the wrong one's dating Ethan. No, stop. <laughs> Wes and I would fight so much more than you and I do. Do we fight? No. So you, you're saying you and Wes would fight? Exactly. It, on the binary scale of don't fight and would fight, Wes would be on the would fight. Fights only with wood. <laughs> we get yeah, two that would be the flakes. that would be the real issue because we know fans of the podcast know that you fight with pool noodles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm so weak. It doesn't. No, you gotta fill the pool noodle with st- wood. Oh. It's like a bat that's got pork in the middle. I was gonna say it's like a snowball that's got a rock in it. But... How alarming would it be if you're in a pool and you're hitting someone with a pool noodle and then you hear a snap? <laughs> 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 the 
And then a full dowel rod just plunks out. Covered in blood. <laughs> Soaked all the way through. Anyway, yes, I'm, my name is Kira. I am Ethan's girlfriend. And the host of the podcast, Decom Mission. Yes. Which I have guessed it on, and Wes will never. You're going to guess it on again, because this coming season has Wendy Woo. Wendy Woo! Wendy Woo! Wes, if you want to come on Decom Mission, just let me know. I've been, I've been trying to think. I was scrolling through Disney Plus the other day, and I was trying to rem- like some of the names of Disney Channel original movies ring a bell, but I really don't remember what I've seen and what I haven't. I know I've seen the first High School Musical. Well, we already did that, so too bad. I think I've seen Camp Rock, but I can't remember. The All only right, well, thing we haven't done Camp Rock, so if you want to come over Camp Rock, Camp Rock is apparently fucking wild. So I think the only thing I remember about. is them marching the in the marching, woods. Yeah. <laughs> Camp Rock. <laughs> I don't know anything about Camp Rock except for who's in it, and I've seen that clip very ominously before. <laughs> We've had so many disasters. <laughs> we lost all of Zack Snyder's justice. <laughs> no, really, six and a half hours because of the, all the content we watched. Okay, I just went ahead and started a new recording file because I'm not fucking around. <laughs> Let's do another sync. Three, two, one. Cool. All right. So this time, recording. (laughs) Ideally, that will go. God, thank you for reminding us an another disaster. (laughs) When Daryl fucking wasn't recording for thirty-five minutes. Don't throw him under the bus. You you told him it was you to make him feel good. Well, he's not listening to this episode anymore. (laughs) Hey guys, Daryl's the one that fucked up that recording. It wasn't me. I don't think he even was... listened to his episode. No, he didn't. So I'll throw him under the bus now. Ethan's a good friend. I am a good friend. Everyone that listens to this show... I am show, outside. I am outside. <laughs> Everyone that listens to this show always gives me the feedback first, not Wes. I hear all of this show's feedback because all the listeners are my friends. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely how it is. <laughs> I don't not talk the... weekly with Rigoletto about <laughs> the last episode he watched or listened to. He, t- he talks to me. Mm-hmm. Jaws really brought you close together. <laughs> we hang. He's flown out to LA twice <laughs> during the pandemic. Hell, you've both do- done uh, the karaoke car with James Corden. <laughs> oh, God. I love James Corden! <laughs> We were both at backstage on the Friends reunion. <laughs> Let's get into it. Uh, we've been doing pre-roll for about 15 minutes. Yeah, so this time it's our bonus episode. Uh, last time Kira was on, she mentioned that we have not seen Mary Poppins. So we figured we should probably watch that. So, so the reason I want to I wanna explain that a little bit more. I cannot be the only child who confused Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and Mary Poppins constantly because they are both Dick Van Dyke vehicles that are very fantastical and were, did or were originally supposed to star Julie Andrews. 
and they're both absurdly long. So, um, oh, yeah, this That's is Mary Poppins. <laughs> yeah, buckle up. I only heard yesterday that this movie is two and a half hours long. Then why are we watching Mary Poppins Returns? <laughs> <laughs> it's shorter. Isn't it also like over two hours, though? I have no fucking idea. No idea. Jiggy, no. Jiggy, shush. Jiggy, no. He can be on the show. He's the third co host. He's the third mother in the Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia, Mia. It's father. Mia. Father Fia. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's one, there's one mom, three dads, and one additional mom in Mamma Mia, right? I don't know. You're acting like I've seen. Mama You've never Mia. seen Mamma Mia. No, I've seen Mama Mia because I'm an Abba purist. <laughs> Abba purist. <laughs> there she goes again. I haven't seen any Mamma Mias. I haven't seen any Mamas. Mama Mias. I don't know where the Mamas are. I, I've, I've been looking for them. Claire, you can't just ask me who is Nobara in the middle of my podcast. I can't explain to you who, who is Nobara, Nobara is. Nobara is the red-haired girl from Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh. Claire, <laughs> who's not listening. Um, let's get let's jump into the quiz for right, Mary Poppins. Right. I thought this was like a live recording, and we had like a listener <laughs> comments. Coming. Listener comments for things that none of us have mentioned the entire recording. Yeah, but Claire would be the type of person to just message you in the middle of the stream go, Ethan, 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 Ethan. Okay. How many movies has Kermit the Frog been in? <laughs> I don't know. Hi, Ziggy. Um, okay, so uh, what is Mary Poppins and why haven't you seen it, Ethan? Okay, I was called out, so I will go first. I was really hoping Wes would. No. Um, I haven't seen Mary Poppins because uh, I was a very masculine little boy. <laughs> Who thought that Mary Poppins was for girls? And I... That can't be true. (laughs) Just because I was full of cowardice and fear doesn't mean that I didn't think I was (laughs) full of toxic masculinity. I'm glad it all seeped out of you. It's all gone. I fear pissed it all out of my body. Okay, but what is it about? Mary Poppins is... uh, Oh, boy. Mary Poppins is about a nanny that comes to help uh, watch over two very wealthy British children. She has an umbrella that can help her fly, and she teaches these two very spoiled kids about how to actually enjoy life and experience joie de vivre, uh, and does so with the help of her impoverished chimney sweep friend dick van dyke who knows name in the movie is dick van dyke whose name in the movie is dick van dyke and he dances with animated penguins you just know that because my mom i do i have seen the clip in some best of disney short which was immediately followed by uh zippity doodah Zippity doodah. No, that's actually the zippity doodah rap that was used yeah. for Splash Mountain release in the eighties, and is also on the nineteen ninety one Disneyland sing along songs. Jesus, I'm glad you picked up on it. <laughs> Wes, how the fuck do you know that version? <laughs> because it was uh, featured on Defunct Land, and oh, yeah. I listened to. Oh, you a watched pod- Defunct Land? Yeah. And I listened to a podcast 
uh called you must remember this uh it's hosted by ryan johnson's wife i forget what she her makes name so is. many mistakes though she makes she does? so many errors yes <laughs> she made a she made an error with the katherine hepburn episode so i stopped listening to it she made an error with the katherine hepburn episode where she was like yes and katherine hepburn's uh, musical adaptation of adam's rib i was like she was not in a musical adaptation of adam's rib she was in a musical adaptation of woman of the year mm. uh she needs you on to fact check <laughs> yeah but she did with a couple of other episodes too and i was like i can't it's a curse. It's a curse knowing that my mother has taught me so much about old movies. Well, good thing I haven't anyway. listened to it in over a year. Um. <laughs> you can cut that also. I'll leave it in. No, I don't want to. No. We're constantly oh, here to punch. We're punching up. That, that sounds like a punching out, though, for me. You consider yourself at the same level of Ryan Johnson's wife? I did not realize that she was Ryan Johnson's wife. Yeah. But now I know um anyway so now it's punching if you didn't know before that would have been punching evenly now that you know it's punching how was she how did she talk about zippity doodah in the zippity doodah rap on that show that's all about like old hollywood i don't know if maybe that was more of a springboard for v to learn more about it i don't know if she actually talked about it i don't remember (laughs) again it was a year ago the other thing about the 1991 disneyland (laughs) sing-along songs (laughs) Is that uh, when they do the zip, 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 there's like pop art little words going zip, 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 zip. <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's great. I love that video. Um. Anyway, Wes, what is Mary Poppins and why haven't you seen it? I haven't seen Mary Poppins because my mom disliked it. I have no other reason. <laughs> uh, my mom has very finicky taste in movies and TV shows. To the point where one might say she has bad taste in movies and TV shows. Both of our moms have bad taste in movies and TV. High five. Uh, your mom, then. She knows. Does she? I've and said it to mom, her face. My mom knows, too. Um, Scream it. She's in the next room. <laughs> now, I was thinking about how I would answer this question of what do I know about it. And I decided on the strategy of describing the plot of Nanny McPhee. So, <laughs> how much overlap will he get points for? I don't actually know. I've never seen Nanny <laughs> So, uh, Mary Poppins is a magical nanny uh, helper who only goes to children who are in the most need of uh, essentially a motherly figure. The children will be spoiled, brats will be misbehaving and uh you know their father dick van dyke i assume uh (laughs) dick van dyke plays both their father and a homeless man yeah so i think well hold on i think dick van dyke is the father and uh is this like jumanji yeah (laughs) um he's a father and he's looking for love uh he's single and uh you know he kind of falls for uh mary poppins um is this also the sound of music (laughs) no it's uh nanny mcphee so (laughs) no it's nanny mcphee (laughs) nanny mcphee did it first um yes (laughs) eventually uh the the kids will be resistant at first but then they'll learn uh that their nanny is in fact magical Mary Poppins does fly around with an umbrella. I don't think Ethan mentioned that. He did. Oh. 
It's the only thing I mentioned about her magical abilities. All right. Uh, I wrote Umbrella Fly. So the kids will be resistant, but they'll eventually learn to uh, love her. And eventually she will help bring the family closer together uh, and have the father uh, understand the kids better. And then when they need her the least but love her the most, (laughs) she'll leave. She'll leave. (laughs) (laughs) I'm also leaving out the fact uh, that I'm pretty sure it's not in Mary Poppins, but it is in Nanny McPhee that uh, she comes ugly. And as they grow to love her, she becomes beautiful. (laughs) That's true. Nanny McPhee's a weird movie. Like there's also a dancing donkey. Like... <laughs> yeah, there's okay, dancing no, 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 donkey. No, 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 no. Nanny McPhee sounds like someone did not know the plot of Mary Poppins. <laughs> Fuck! But knew she was a magical nanny. <laughs> Doesn't she turn a kid into a donkey like Pinocchio? No, I'm pretty sure it's a donkey they have on their small like country home that she gets to dress up in old lady clothes. Ah... This is because I only watched the trailer for Nanny McPhee and I thought someone became a donkey. I was fooled. But yes, there is an animated, instead of the dancing donkey, there's dancing animated cartoons. Compared to real life cartoons. Real life cartoons. (laughs) Nanny McPhee is now sounding like someone who's like, what the fuck happened in Mary Poppins? (laughs) That's what I literally just said. But it's funnier. (laughs) (laughs) Because of man's... (laughs) I'm kidding. I don't mean that. I, don't I know mean you mean don't, that. Mean, I don't that. mean that. It's funny because sorry. it's a real thing that happens yes. in comedy. Not because I think that you believe it. That's a punch-up. That's a punch-up. Um, if a man says it, it's a punch-up. Give the funny lines to the male characters. Um. Okay. So first, first real open-ended question is, uh, what is Admiral Boom famous for? Uh, I'll take this. Uh, war crimes. I think he's uh, wanted uh, by the international community. <laughs> but beloved for it. <laughs> he's, well, for the, the country that he represents, he's beloved for it. Uh, he committed the atrocities against their enemies. One man's terrorist. <laughs> it's another man's hero. <laughs> Saw Guerrera, anyone? So get the fuck out of here with that Saul Guerrero shade. Save the dream. Uh, <laughs> I go no further. <laughs> um, yeah, Admiral Boom is obviously famous for accidentally shooting himself out of a cannon. That's why they call him Boom. It's not his real name. That's why they call him Bam Bam. <laughs> All right. Uh, open-ended number two. What are four things Mary Poppins pulls out of her carpet bag? Oh, she has one of those two. Danny McPhee does as well. (laughs) (laughs) What comes out the carpet bag? I can only think of the fucking Astronomy Club sketch right now. (laughs) Oh, fuck. I'll I'll take it first. Uh, What comes out of the carpet bag? (laughs) A carpet. (laughs) There's one out of the way. Yeah. Um, oh, fuck. A bicycle. Okay. Um, a big wheeled bicycle. The, the old yeah, timey the old ones. Timey yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, two dollies. 
But those count as one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give it to you. And supper. <laughs> Tonight's supper. All right, Wes, what comes out of the bag? There's five things? Four. Four? Okay. There are at least four. If I you want to come up with a thing, go for it, bud. <laughs> I yeah. dare not. Um, I'm going to say a smaller bag. Perhaps a purse. <laughs> I'm gonna say a dog. Bark. <laughs> uh, I will say <laughs> cotton candy. <laughs> <laughs> and a cotton candy machine. <laughs> Hell no. The bag is the machine. Um, <laughs> it's constantly just going. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a cord coming out of it that you have to plug in. And I'm going to say a top hat and cane to do some... Quintessential. Hello, my baby. Yeah. The frog. That, that frog's going to come out of there. That's my fifth one. Michigan J. Frog is coming out of the bag. Michigan J. Frog. I cannot remember his name. No, I want the, the Spaceballs parody where it's the alien from Alien, the chestburster. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh this one's probably obvious but i had to do it what is supercalifragilisticexpialidocious i need to say that again because i'm full of orange juice in my mouth supercalifragilisticexpialidocious what is it what is it my brain is trying to go through the song to see if they ever state what that label is for uh, is it a uh, humdiddlelumdiddlelie? <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a feeling. It's a carpe diem esque feeling. <laughs> okay, can I have two answers? Sure. <laughs> because I know one's wrong. Uh, it's a slur. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and. <second. laughs> second uh it's just a magical word that activates all of you know mary poppins powers are dormant until the word is spoken (laughs) shazam exactly all right if she says it twice does she revert back to a child or an ugly old woman (laughs) no that's nanny mcphee and nanny mcphee too (laughs) Oh, I forgot there was a sequel. Nanny McPhee Returns? It is called, I think, Nanny McPhee Returns. <laughs> the Return of Nanny McPhee. That sounds so much more ominous. <laughs> this time it's personal. <laughs> this time. Back for blood. Alright. Uh, first multiple choice. What is at the end of Mary's umbrella? A. A cat. B. A parrot. C, a toad, or D, a gun. <laughs> There's the red meat always being tangled. Did she take this from the penguin or did the penguin take it from her? <laughs> <laughs> gotta go English, gotta go toad. Go for toad. Uh, gotta go for British colonialism and say parrot. (laughs) (laughs) They're both British homes. 
what is Mrs. Banks' song about? A, wanting to divorce her husband. B, how beautiful motherhood is. C, women's suffrage. Or D, she doesn't have one. <laughs> C. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with C. What is C? Did you? Was it women's suffrage? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, suffrage is powerful. Do you know what's more powerful than that? Getting divorced from your husband. <laughs> <laughs> That's giving me chitty chitty bang bang vibes. Why? Yeah, I don't I, think there was. I want to do like. Oh, the are you just talking about my personal relationship? <laughs> your personal relationship with Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. That's true. <laughs> Which is the reason right. I'll never mix these movies up. <laughs> One is deeply related to trauma, <laughs> and for some reason, it's this one. <laughs> What job does Bert not do? A. Pigeon wrangler. B. Chimney sweep. C. Screever. Or D. One man band. I think I know. Go for it. I'm pretty sure it's A. Because I know he's a one man band. I know he's a chimney sweep. And I don't know what a screever is, but you wouldn't have put it in there unless he was one of those. I, what? With all of the knowledge that I know, are you seriously thinking that I couldn't put in something like a screever? N- that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you knew very well that I don't know what a screever is. Yeah, and I also know that you're dumb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what was A again? Pigeon Wrangler. Pigeon Wrangler. <laughs> Pigeon Wrangler. <laughs> those damn... That's the trauma. That's where the Pigeon trauma Wrangler. comes from. <laughs> I'm having a flashback. Chimney sweep, screever, one man band. Hell, I'm gonna say screever. I think you just uh, miswrote scrivener. <laughs> it's, it's possible. I don't know what either of those words mean. All right. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> we'll never what, find what, what? 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 A what? <laughs> B what? So what? Do- to be a female in comedy alright what does the medicine not taste like A. strawberry B. caramel C. lime or D. rum rum baby it (laughs) tastes like rum no what does it not Not taste like yeah well rum it doesn't taste like rum Completely different question. Same answer. <laughs> the same amount of certainty. <laughs> All right. What doesn't it taste like? Strawberry. All right. It's supposed to taste like strawberry, but it sure doesn't. All right. Number five. Number five. Number five. What would Mary Poppins like to make clear? A. Money solves nothing. B. Magic only exists if you believe. C, she never explains anything. <laughs> or D, children are the future. I believe the children are the future. You're going to sing, I believe I can fly. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's what I said. 
Hmm. I'm making you guys think too much, I guess. <laughs> it's not funny. I'm sorry, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to say she's all about that money. Or right, Money sells nothing? Yeah. All right. But really, she's just pocketing it. <laughs> money doesn't pockets. solve anything for you children <laughs> i can make something out of this i'm gonna go with she doesn't explain anything right. why everything say it every... like i'm gonna say it <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why are you gonna why were you speaking in that rhythm feeling the spirit of this movie which is very Taunting. neener neenery <laughs> Just stares at you yeah, he you? stares at me for the entire time I'm recording. Dizzy good boy with the big head. I always tell him to leave. Who's a good boy with the big head? Me. Yeah, good boy <laughs> and the listeners should have known that I was looking at you. Listeners know my head is gigantic. That's why every episode of the podcast, I've been slowly increasing the size of my head in the thumbnail for the show. <laughs> anyway, true or false? True or false? All right. Shut up, sink. Hold for sink. <laughs> okay. So true or false, this movie starts with Mary Poppins sitting on a cloud. False, you can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Even with magic, that's preposterous. There are boundaries. There are things you cannot do. Science is real. We can't just ignore science. I want Neil deGrasse Tyson to pick this movie apart. And then berate a child over it. And then uh, sexually assault a woman? Oh. False. <laughs> I don't want him to do that. I'm saying that's what he will do. Why, why is it false? I'm saying false because I think this movie starts on boring old earth with a wealthy family out on the town. Okay. I think this movie starts with Mary Poppins plummeting to earth. <laughs> <laughs> Kicked out of a biplane. Oh, I didn't do any bonus questions. What an asshole I am. Well, I've got one for this next one. All right. True or False. This movie breaks the fourth wall. Yeah. True. Yeah. All right. Who breaks it? What's his, what's his character's name? Dick. <laughs> Dick's busting down walls for comedic white actors everywhere. I thought you were going to say Dick's busting a nut. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> It's Dick Van Dyke. Oh, I did have I did have a bonus question for supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, but uh, you you answered it, so it's fine. Oh, okay. All right, who breaks the fourth wall, Wes? Uh, I'm gonna say it's an extra who's looking at the camera the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> you can't stop. <laughs> He's in every scene, just wandering into frame like Bigfoot. Take after take. <laughs> They knew he was looking, too. (laughs) There are twin infants in this movie that only Mary understands. Wait, what was that? There are twin infants in this movie that only Mary understands. Like, only she can talk to them. Well, they're infants. (laughs) So. But they can communicate with her, too. uh... Like, they can talk to her. True. Psy- There's a psychic link between the twin fins, twin fins. <laughs> and Mary. 
All right, what are the what are the Twinfants names? The Twinfants are of course they're named after the darling children. They're Wendy and George. George is not a darling child. All right, Wes, true. He's or looking false? it up. No, I was looking <laughs> something else up. Uh, I'm gonna say true. And their names? Uh, their names are Tommy and Timmy Tibble. <laughs> and that's where Animal Crossing got it. All right. Someone sings a duet with their mirror self. Is this Return to Oz? <laughs> is this Twin Peaks? <laughs> is, this twi- is this Twin Peaks is the real fucking question. <laughs> I would have killed to see that happen. False. I'm going to say true. They couldn't resist. It's the t- I, I think it's the Twinfants singing. The Twinfants? Okay, Westy, who do you think it is? Silently, and only Mary can hear them sing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's how they communicate. They can only communicate through the mirror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's actually only one of them. <laughs> it holds its hand up against the mirror forlornly. Uh, <laughs> My beautiful twin. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say... It's, I don't know, one of the children. One of those right. damn children. One of those Banks children. It's Carlton. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot that their last name is also Banks. Uh, okay. People enter a horse, ra- a horse race on rocking horses. Oh, I desperately want to see that. I hope so. True. Yeah, I'm going to say true, and it's the same bouncy horse that that one guy in <laughs> Chi Chi Bang Bang in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kira, I need you to know Wes and I have not stopped thinking about that horse since we watched Chi Chi Bang Bang. I am aware because guess what? You also talk about it to me. <laughs> it was also on your someday Christmas gi- list. <laughs> yeah, someday I'll gift it to you, baby. Someday. <laughs> There's nowhere to ride it in this apartment, but I would desperately try. All right. Get rid of your car. Uh, mm-hmm. Michael single-handedly causes a stock market crash. Yeah, that sounds like something Michael Scott would do. I will say true. Wes loves The Office. I did love The Office. <laughs> did. It was on his Tinder profile as the only TV show that he liked. No, that's not true. <laughs> It's not, uh uh-uh, no way, not me. (laughs) True or false? Uh, I'm saying false. I'm saying that Michael single-handedly causes a huge boom. He has the power that current-day Elon Musk does for cryptocurrency. All right, last multiple-choice question I have is is a quote. Okay. True or false? This is said in the movie. Think of the foreclosures. (laughs) Think of the foreclosures! (laughs) You know what? I'm going to say true. I think I'm starting to think more and more that this movie takes place in 2008. (laughs) (laughs) Mrs. Banks was a realtor. It's not going well. I'm going to say false. I think this movie has only positive things to say about the economy. All right. Now I'm going to send you the screenshot. I don't know. I told this to Ethan yesterday. Uh, I took two screenshots. One of them is really mean, and then one of them is the true one. Do you want the true one or the mean one first? I think for putting up with us, you should just give us the mean one. 
<laughs> no, the other one is the one I actually do want to use, but I'll I'll send you the I'll send you the um <laughs> the mean one first. Now that's an evil laugh. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh the same scene as in Batman and Robin where Robin's opening <laughs> no. the door and there's giant Batgirl standing outside. <laughs> Uh, this is a little kid looking up to see uh, probably someone hanging from the rafters of a house. <laughs> uh, this is obviously little Carlton Banks very excited <laughs> that um, a jar of honey broke on the second floor and is slowly dripping down into his mouth and he's ready to catch it. Glass and all. Alright, I'll send you the real one now. <laughs> so someone... Bless my soul! Herc was on a roll! <laughs> <laughs> I Somehow like, I... I find the other one easier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck is this I Crypt this... Keeper on the rafters? <laughs> I knew. I knew that this is my screenshot going into the movie. <laughs> okay, I think I can take it. I think I can take it. Okay. Um, this is a scene where we're trying to see how all of the like servants of the bank's household have their own unique talents that we're just waiting to see them uh, unveil, and they've never had an opportunity. So they're really this the is... X-Men. <laughs> They're they're the X Men. Um, this is the groundskeeper. I can tell by his long boots. Uh, and he's up on the rafter and he's doing like a bar routine. He's doing flips and acrobatics up there. And uh, Mary, Dick Van Dyke's character, Dick Van Dyke, uh, and the kids. And the Banks children, they're watching it, and they're loving it. They're having a great time. They're not concerned for his safety at all. Why would you be? He's magic. Yeah. All right, Wes. All right. Um, I think that this guy is a tax collector. I think he's <laughs> come to foreclose on this establishment. And, uh, you know, Mary's not having that. So with uh you know a swish of her umbrella she shows him the true extent of her powers <laughs> and she launches him into the air um he's scared and she's essentially for- saying forgive uh Dick Van Dyke's <laughs> bad loans um at 5% interest uh <laughs> Still pretty or high. else I will launch you into the sky. I'll launch you through the the roof <laughs> and into the stratosphere where which is my domain. <laughs> uh, upon which I sit on clouds. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She just floats. <laughs> Defy God. Yeah, she just defies God. It's a totally anti-Christian movie. It's why I only do anti-Christian movies on your channel. <laughs> And why after every time you're on, we have to watch another uh, version of God's Not Dead. <laughs> no, God friended me. 
gotta watch God for it to be as a full television show. I can't commit to that. We gotta watch an episode every time so we can reacquaint ourselves with the modern God. <laughs> I thought that show. He's like the, the old God, called... but hipper. I thought it was God Unfriended. Me too. I, I also it's because thought because there that. was a horror movie called Unfriended. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's all my questions I have. I would watch the shit out of God Blocked Me on Twitter. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> well, there's a John Denver movie from the 70s called Oh God, where he meets God and God's just kind of this little shitty old man. <laughs> Sounds exhilarating. <laughs> I've seen it once or twice. My dad, My dad owned it, and it's... I don't remember anything about it, but I just remember it's called Oh God, and at one point John Denver goes, Oh God! Uh, he said yeah. it! <laughs> Wes, do you have a Walter Mondale I do. election poster? <laughs> right next to this portrait of a collie that is not mine. It never was. It says Maudie, and I think she died in 1986. And that right here, here, well, here is uh eye test lamp that i used to read yeah that's what it looks like and that is a mrs doubtfire poster and that is a sonic oh yeah that is a sonic poster (laughs) sonic the food or sonic the hedgehog (laughs) a little bit of both (laughs) spicy like a chili dog (laughs) it's it's a it's a picture of sonic that's a mosaic of all of the sonic foods chili dog chili dog it's just all the chili chili dog Suck it on, chili dog. Suck it on, a chili dog. We'll be right back. <laughs> Burr. I uh, made it really cold so that... It's not cold. I made it really... You're wearing a sweater. This is a long sleeve shirt. Mm. Mm. You're wearing a sweater. <laughs> I denounce this as a sweater. I denounce this as a sweater and means of capitalism. I should have taken more notes during that movie, I think. Did you take any notes? I did not take any notes. I I... never take any notes. (laughs) I usually take notes. Um, I forgot how long it was going to be as it was going on. And I was like, I'm not going to remember stuff from the beginning of this movie. I'm really going to latch on to the stuff that happened at the end. Because it's, it's burned in there now. Uh, let's do it. Are you recording yet? I am. All right, let's do a quick sync. Three, two, one. Pass. <laughs> I'll find it. It's still obvious what it is. Make that ass clap. <laughs> yeah. Where you just say ass and clap. Why don't we ever sync ass, with ass, our asses? Ass. <laughs> Can you make your ass clap? Because I can't. You mine definitely could if you tried. I'd have to work. It's yeah. a lot of abdominal muscle. Yeah, but your ass could do it. You have a giant donk. <laughs> donk could handle it. You heard it here, folks. Folks, you are folks. I have a huge bedonk dog. <laughs> My donkey is big and honky. Speaking of donkeys, this movie is a lot like Nanny McPhee. <laughs> <laughs> That's the big takeaway. <laughs> well, I was saying it when we were watching the movie. So there is a movie about the making of Mary Poppins that stars Emma Thompson, who is, of course, Nanny, Nanny McPhee. McPhee. It's called Saving Mr. Banks. It also stars Tom Hanks. Oh, Saving Mr. Hanks. 
Wes doesn't like it. Angst. He's mad. I'm not mad. <laughs> he's very whoa. He's livid. He looks just as angry as Michael's horse. God, that horse. Ah! <laughs> eyebrows. Eyebrows on fleek. All right, let's get into it. Let's uh, yeah. go through the questions so then we can finally unveil all of our feelings about the movie because there are secrets until the end. <laughs> so what is it and why haven't you seen it? Uh, Ethan, you said that uh, it was you were too manly for this movie. Uh, sure. Too manly. Oh, I didn't get, give you yeah. any points Good. for that because it's pure <laughs> garbage. <laughs> Um, I'm just as masculine as Mr. Banks, who we all know is the hero of this movie. I did give you a full point, maybe a point and a half, though, because you got a lot of... I think I just took a half point away from... <laughs> you took um, a point away, good. No, I took a half point away based on that, but you did get the Dances with Pegman... Pegmans? Pegnants. <laughs> Penguins. It's about a nanny who... Penguins who peg. with the pretty kids <laughs> and the umbrella, and she flies, and then she teaches them to actually enjoy life, which is kind of true, but yeah. Uh, Wes, I did give you a half a point because you haven't seen it because your mom doesn't like it, because I thought that was very... <laughs> understandable thanks mom which is why it's why i never saw the austin powers movies as a kid is my mom hated them how did your mom feel about the austin powers movies she probably just thinks they're not funny but my siblings still saw them mm. just down in the basement uh yeah and then you thought this movie was about uh nanny mcphee i didn't think it was about <laughs> nanny mcphee <laughs> Rose mischaracterization. <laughs> this you is libel. This was, you thought that this movie basically stole Nanny McPhee's <laughs> whole plot line. Yes. Um, I did give you a half a point of, for that because it is pretty similar, <laughs> which just goes to show that Nanny McPhee is basically a ripoff. Yes. Surely it's intentional, right? I'm sure. No, there couldn't be that much that's the same without someone going, what if Nanny McPhee ugly? <laughs> what if love make beautiful? Love do the pretty? Yes. Uh, cool. Shallow Hell. We already had that movie. Oh, no. Hold for cart. Hold, Hold for cart. stink. What? <laughs> Stop. Jeannie <laughs> is offended. I farted on Jiggy yesterday, and he loved it. You. He did not love it. <laughs> I squatted right over his head. You basically teabagged him with a fart. Oh, God. And he was so concerned. <laughs> whenever, Why would you do that? Whenever Bindi's sitting with me, and I fart, she just looks at me, and then she gets up and leaves. And I'm always just like, stop being such an asshole. You do it, too. I eat shit. <laughs> she farts all the time, and it reeks. It always reeks. <laughs> And uh, this is for the audience, and Kira can vouch for me on this. My farts don't smell even. They they're just don't. loud. They don't. They're so loud and they're so frequent. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I've got a healthy colon. Uh, did we tell the story? Have you told the story on your podcast? Oh, of course not. <laughs> I, it wouldn't come up. So I've told this story on my podcast. Uh, the first time that Ethan stayed over at my apartment in Chicago, we'd only been dating for like a couple days. Yep. And he's lying in my bed and he looks at me and he looks like he's going to cry. He's like, I am so sorry. And I'm like, oh my God, what? And then he just goes, 
It's one of the biggest farts I've ever had, honestly. It was like one of those like whole body shaking farts. (laughs) And uh, and we we farted in front of each other ever since. So um, I don't regret that he did it, but it's... The, it's if you want to know what kind of person Ethan is, it's someone who does not want to hide their farts. I couldn't. I would die. <laughs> was it so big because you had been holding it ever since you got there? Um, no. <laughs> I had been going to the bathroom to fart most of the time prior, and when you're in bed, um, especially the bed setup that we had, which is you had a twin-sized trundle bed, untrundled. <laughs> So I was pressed up against the wall in between you and it. I couldn't really leave. Well, also, you know that you're the type of person to fart in the night. So mm. there was uh, no avoiding it. You either were going to do it consciously or I was going to be, a, you know, you discover it. You discover you. it later. Yeah. And you'd have to wake me up in the morning and go, did you know you were farting all night? And I'd rather just get it out of the way. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Wes, have you farted in front of Takara yet? <laughs> I don't know. No. All right, you have to make the active choice. All right, uh, but this is a good segue. What is Admiral Boom famous for? Farts. <laughs> yeah, farting. <laughs> farting in um, a twin. <laughs> uh, being the only gay man in town. I wish. Uh, Ethan, you did say accidentally shooting himself out of a cannon. I did give you half a point because it does have to do with cannons. He does shoot a cannon that shakes the entire neighborhood on time every day, multiple times. No one's reported it. He's fine. No, he's fine. He's also, he's technically famous for his punctuality and everyone bases their time specifically off of Admiral Boom's time. But, uh, I did think that the cannon was, was enough to give you half. Running on Boom time. I wouldn't have given him anything. I know you wouldn't, and I'm nicer than you. Uh, war crimes, where it was your answer, Wes? Uh, Pretty close. He almost, it wasn't war crimes that he almost killed all of those chimney sweeps. That would have just been genocide. <laughs> Is they're that not, in not a war? war so I don't know. They're not, <laughs> not in a war. We're not in a war. Genocide war. outside of war is a regular crime, not a war crime. Yeah, exactly. And he's that. Oh. It's not really terrorism because it's against his, you know, it's 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 still patriotic because they're the same countrymen. So if it would be settled in civil court, <laughs> it's yeah. not a war crime. Yeah. I'm learning um, a lot of important lessons. <laughs> uh, what are four things that she pulls out of her carpet bag? Uh, you guys got none of these. Literally none of them. Ethan, you said a, a carpet instead of it being made of carpet. Uh, an old-timey bicycle. Two dollies and supper. Wes, you said a smaller bag, a dog, cotton candy, and a top hat and cane. Smaller bag was probably the closest. I thought dog would have been close. She takes out a hat rack, two mirrors, a plant, shoes, measuring tape. She never wears those shoes. Yes, she does. She just wanted to flex. Oh, maybe she did. I'm pretty sure she does. Um, Her stilettos. Yeah. Look at me, children. I have two pairs of shoes. Well, she has those bright pink pairs of shoes, too. Uh. The ones that she wears during the step in time, and you see her tapping in time. Step in time. Step in time, 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 step in time. <laughs> Do you feel so, like... fun fact. Okay. One... Fun fact. Okay. You know the 1991 Disney sing-along songs that has the zip, zip? There's also a step in time segment. Is it just as remixed? No, it's like a, a chorus going like, walk like a birdie, step in time, okay. walk like a birdie, step in time. 
I was hoping it would be updated for the 90s. It's new metal. It's a lot like uh, Fred Durst. What? Wes, sorry, you had something to say? Yeah, what are you... I was gonna... (laughs) You look like two concerned parents. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say, how much would this movie have fundamentally changed if she had taken out stilettos (laughs) instead of the heels that she... She would have been even more magical, honestly, because yeah. doing all that she was doing whilst in stilettos would have been running around um, on mind rooftops. blowing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Walking also, on cloud smoke stairs. She also likes to roll a guy up in a rug and step on. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the carpet bag is for. That's what, yeah. She puts a guy in the carpet bag, Mister Banks, until he farts. <laughs> Uh, last open-ended question is what is supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? Uh, Ethan, you said that it's a feeling similar to Carpe Diem-esque and also it is Humdalittle Humdalai. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave you, I believe, a half a point for that because it's not exactly Carpe Diem. It is for Mr. Banks, but not really. It's not the Carpe Diem-esque. It's the, it's the feeling of being overwhelmed by feeling, basically. Is how I interpret it and how the words in the song make me think. It's kind of it left purposefully that. vague to a degree. It's kind of whatever you want it to be. <laughs> it's more it's more a word than it is a meaning. But it's a, it's a yeah. it's a word with feeling. Yeah, it's like it is an joy. It's an emotion. Yeah, joy. Yeah. You wouldn't say it's I'm feeling joy. supercalifragilistic. I have, but it's I have supercalifragilistic. Yeah. You can say I have supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? No, I don't know. I thought you it's just an exclamation. I'm, no, I would say I'm feeling super califragilistic I can get my MLA like handbook at the summer. <laughs> MLA format. But you could say like I have super califragilistic coursing through my veins. <laughs> I always I took it to be a word just an interjection like wow, but sure. Yeah. Like you could say someone has a super califragilistic factor. Yeah, but it's the same thing where you could say joy. Joy! <laughs> so, ha. Huh. So I got half a point. How many points did Wes get? For uh, Wes got nothing because he said it was a slur. <laughs> to those bankers, ma- it was. <laughs> a magic word for activating powers like uh, Alakazam or Shazam. It was so a slur to those bankers. <laughs> Everything's a slur to bankers. So I think I should uh, get a quarter t- point. <laughs> no, absolutely Ooh, not. the beloved quarter point. We haven't done one of those in like I was going to give you guys weeks. quarter points if you got anything out of the carpet bag. <laughs> but alas. Can um, you have an eighth, in a, a eighth of a point for a dog? No, because the dog wasn't in the bag. <laughs> uh, dog was in da- a doggy bag. No. Dog wasn't in any of the doggy bag. He was in a shirt. Why did I agree to do this? I don't know. <laughs> Second time on. <laughs> I know. I know. All right. Multiple choice. What's at the head? What's at the head? What's at the end of Mary's umbrella? Uh, Ethan, you said a toad because that seems inherently British. It's not a not a bad guess, but it is a parrot from the British colonialism. So uh, mm. Wes is right. You got it, Wes. Mary stole that from... Uh, Probably some witch doctor somewhere. <laughs> Mary could have just asked for it. And I'm sure the witch doctor would have handed it over. It. She was asking <laughs> for it. 
You made that joke. I what? You made me say that. You made me do it. You put the I words in my danger. mouth. I made you danger. My girlfriend made me sexist. What? That's my YouTube video, and it's going to have this face with it. Oh! <laughs> and, like, something circled in the background. <laughs> yeah. But it's blurred out. <laughs> so you have to watch to see what it is. What is Mrs. Banks' song about? Ethan, you said it was about wanting to divorce her husband, uh, unfortunately. But also, fortunately, that's not correct. It is, as Wes correctly guessed, about women's suffrage. Suffrage. Oh, my God. With women's <laughs> suffrage. With women's suffrage. suffrage. <laughs> she can't say it because it's so inherently funny. I hate that voting is the word for suffrage. It's suffrage. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. So yeah, her her song is called Sifra- S- Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sister Suffragette. It's uh Suffragette City. <laughs> There's a really great schoolhouse rock song called Suffer Until Suffrage and it's why I know what suffrage is and why I've known what it is for a very long time because I really really like schoolhouse rock and I used to own it all on VHS. Wow. Uh which is also why I knew what interjections were. <laughs> I think it's important to say at this point, it's surprising that she only has one song this entire movie. And she's barely a character, I would say, throughout the... She's one of the best characters, too. Yeah. yeah. But she's pretty much a non-presence. As mothers... <laughs> she's got work to do. She's fighting for women's she's rights. She's egging the Prime Minister's house. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Theresa May. Oh. Yes. Prime Minister all the way back in 1910. <laughs> She's always been with still us. still the Prime Minister now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Friend of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is a friend of the pod? Time to refresh the list. Uh, friends of the pods Fr- are Margaret Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher, <laughs> Theresa May, Pro Tools, Jenny McCarthy, Wallace Shawn, Aunt Mary Ellen, and Aunt Mary Ellen. And... Every time you're gonna make me delete his name. He's a real person that we both know. So in the song <laughs> "Sister Suffragette," <laughs> talking about women's suffrage. Well, no, well, with the e and without. So in in that song, she does call men stupid, which I was like, yeah, heck yeah, Disney in the '60s calling out bullshit. Big claps for that. Yeah. Walt was in his corner office, just going, mm-hmm. no. Honestly, he was like super hands on on this movie. Was he? Was he? Was he? Yeah. He wanted this movie to be made. You gotta watch Saving Mr. Banks. Yeah, wasn't the original author, like, very, uh... Yeah. Against having... She didn't like any of it. So, so P.L. Travers was so pissed off about how they made this movie that she wouldn't even let the Sherman Brothers make more music for the musical when it came out in whatever year that was. It was, like, written in her will that no one who worked on the movie could work on any future Mary Poppins projects. That being said, though, they were truly spoiled for choice with music from this movie. Do you want to know something weird, though? There's more songs. There's a song in the, in the, in the musical that's called Practically Perfect. All right. <laughs> there is also a Chitty Chitty Bang Bang stage musical, so they're even a time. The Sherman Brothers did get to work on that. We've talked about that. We've spent, we spent an immense amount of time talking about the Child Catcher song. i believe we watched a poor a high school production (laughs) yeah i was not there it's the only recording that exists of the child to catch your song that that. i'm interested in watching Uh, 
I should never have introduced you to that movie. Well, we're going to talk about it once we get to the end of the <laughs> podcast, so let's keep moving. Uh, what job does Bert not do? Uh, you both chose the options between Pigeon Wrangler and Screever. A Screever is a street artist, which he did in fact do because the picturesque countryside that they all jump into for Jolly Holiday is a chalk painting that Bert did. So he was in fact not a Pigeon Wrangler. That was the old lady from Feed the Birds. They just And Home Alone too. They just stole that from Story Lords. Do you remember Story Lords, Kira? <laughs> What the hell is Story no. Lords? <laughs> Look it up. It was it was uh, uh educational miniseries uh made, I think, on UW Stout's campus <laughs> that aired on PBS for like twenty years. No memory of that. I thought that the chalk zone connection was much easier, but you're going for some very local <laughs> broadcast this was television. Better than chalk zone. Chalk zone itself, the zone of chalk was horrifying. Yeah, I would not want to live in chalk zone. No, it's scary. Uh, but yeah, I did not make up the word screever or think it was scripter. I <laughs> took it directly from from the movie, and I actually uh, initially had the question as what is a screever, but I was like, eh. I shouldn't do that's a little mean because either was like oh but if people have seen the movie they should know it <laughs> i think that's fair <laughs> what's what's a scrivener uh scrivener is what bartleby is you ever read bartleby yeah. the scrivener no you don't know Bar- bartleby the scrivener is? i don't even know what that you're asking me if i've read a book it's not a book it's, not a, book. it's a novella worse <laughs> 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 I've, I've read some books. I've definitely never read novellas, except for the lottery. They're like essentially an accountant, right? I think so. I think it's. I think it's. Isn't it like a maritime accountant or something? Yeah, something like that. Uh... Just an accountant that works on a boat. Yeah, managing that boat budget. budget. I now I'm imagining fucking Bert working fucking as Bert. a boat accountant. Fucking Bert. Now I'm imagining fucking Bert. Uh, it's just uh, another word for clerk. Just in general. Uh, I'm going to stick with it being a maritime budgeter. <laughs> it's got to be that specific. Or we're talking about something else. Yeah. Uh, what does the medicine not taste like? You both got this wrong. It does taste like strawberry. It does taste like lime. And it does taste like rum. It does not taste like caramel. At least not to the three people in this mm. movie. Are you saying Mary. each one tastes different? <laughs> different yeah, th- they were different colors. I thought the idea of it was that the medicine was magical and tasted like whatever you wanted it to yeah, taste like. Yeah, but if you saw when they poured it, Michael's was red, uh, oh. Jane's was green, and Mary's was gold. Oh, I didn't notice I must that. not have really? been paying close enough attention because I did recognize they were different colors. I just thought she had different bottles. <laughs> no, they were the same bottle. Well, they might have been different bottles for actual shooting, but see, I'm just but so practically. We... <laughs> but this is where we started our headcanon that Mary is just getting people fucking wasted, yes. and that's where all the magic is coming from. <laughs> Fun fact. So if you watch the movie Saving Mr. Banks, you actually learn that the reason that it does that the, the end of the so spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down where that note actually goes up is because it's supposed to be like counterintuitive because she's so magical that it doesn't just spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. That's what it was initially going to be, but they flipped it because 
it's Mary Poppins. Because she's crazy. Which is really, yeah. <laughs> she's strong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I uh, really don't like that in the spoonful of sugar scene that they just stole that whole animatronic bird scene from Shrek. Mm. It's really rude. I was gonna say but they did have the velvet. kindness not to make the birds explode. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Haven't seen Blue Velvet. Anyway, it's on the list. Anyway, what would Mary Poppins like to make clear? It is not money solves nothing. It is she never explains anything. I knew, I knew Mary Poppins would be too good. If a lesson is well made, you never have to say what it is. Well, I was really proud of my options, though. Go ahead and read them off. Money solves nothing. Magic only exists if you believe. She never explains anything. And children are the future. Yeah. I could believe that she that that phrase came from her. <laughs> it didn't exist until she made it. No one thought that children were um, the future before. Do we have an opportunity to talk about... Um, what goes on with Mr. Banks at the end of this movie? Why would you not have an opportunity to talk about that? Just well, like I mean, the is question. there a question that directly references it? No. Okay, because this this line of questioning is what causes Mr. Banks to essentially go off the deep end. <laughs> go off to slay his co-workers. It looks like, first, it looks like he's going to go kill himself, and then there's this yes. long, <laughs> misty trek through a dark forest. A forest. It's a park. It's a park. It's a forest. It's whatever you want it to be. Um, but then he walks into the scariest boardroom meeting in the middle of the night. It is. It's like 10 p.m. In nearly the red room from Twin Peaks. <laughs> yeah. And then we learn that uh, his boss laughed himself to death. He died laughing and now you're partner, Mr. Banks. <laughs> I just love that the the younger Mr. Dawes is like, he died laughing. And Mr. Banks is like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And Mr. Dawes goes, no, you're partner now. There's a spot. It's fine. I hated him. It made me think, I mean, they they went pretty much straight to flying kites once he died. So like, <laughs> is he just there in the room? Is, is his dead body floating in the air? <laughs> yeah, he is. The, he's like that one nanny who flew off just told totally like him they did say you can't come down until you feel sad, and if you're dead, do you really feel anything? <laughs> yeah. All right, true. They just spin him around. He's the new ceiling fan. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look at Dad go! You don't think they do that? Stop. I'm going to make you a ceiling fan when you die. <laughs> Please. Uh... With a cord. <laughs> nope. Stop. All right, true or false questions. This movie starts with Mary sitting on a cloud. Both of you guessed false. It is true. I didn't see it. It's weird. Yeah, because you went to go make your pizza. <laughs> you were like, leave this on, I'll be back. And we we're like, I was like, but it's right the there. The credits were so long. <laughs> <laughs> you went at the end of the credits. You didn't even you like. You saw her. <laughs> you saw her, dude. You were there. <laughs> Anyway, she's sitting on the cloud, and her bag and her umbrella are, like, sinking down, but she's not. So she has to keep, like, picking them out of the cloud. And I'm like, this doesn't seem efficient, Mary. An immortal with the tools of a mortal. <laughs> uh, second, this movie breaks the fourth wall. You both said true. 
Uh, so you both got a point for that. Uh, Ethan did get the bonus point because he does. He did say that Dick Van Dyke was the, was the one to do it. Uh, it was not an extra. Was it? I don't know if you were looking at every single extra to see if they uh, they looked at the camera, but I usually do. I didn't this time. Yeah, I didn't. So I'm surprised that the kid that played Michael didn't. Just dead eyes. <laughs> Half the time. It's like it's like they were really on. It's like that one kid in Back to the Future Three, like, does like. Oh, he does the, the like the fucking symbol with his finger <laughs> on the train, and they kept it in for some. He must have done it like every single take, and they were like, "We just, just... <laughs> we can't cut around him. He's in the middle of the shot." Oh no, he points. He points outwards, and he points at his dick because I think he has to pee. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta rewatch. Ah, <laughs> yeah, I guess now we have to do that. You that. did this to yourself. I you could have not said it. So the third true or false is there are twin infants in this movie twin that infants. only Mary understands. You both said that's true. That is false, and I specifically said in this movie because mm. there are twin infants twin in infants. the book that only mary can communicate with and i was telling wes and ethan this but it's it it has fucked me up for life after reading that book which is a very good book but the infants can communicate with animals and animals can communicate with them and mary and then you just lose it as you get older and so you during the chapter when you're learning that they can communicate with uh, animals they lose it and it's heartbreaking because like the crow or whatever comes to talk to them and they don't understand Mm, it's like baby Alzheimer's. The twins in Mary How do you explain Doctor Doolittle? He held on to it. He's one of those people that remembers everything from when they were born. Yeah, just like Mary. Just like Mary. Just Apparently like the babies were John and Barbara. Apparently there were five Banks children. Apparently there's another girl named Annabelle, and they just didn't want her. No thanks. No well, thanks. She that, got her own kids series. Was good. Oh, you know what? Maybe <laughs> no. Hold on. Maybe that's from the. That's in the series. It's not in the first book. Because the babies were babies. And, like, they were, you know. Muppet babies. But anyway, their names were John and Barbara. So, uh, neither of you got either of those. I was close. You said Wendy and George, thinking that it was. uh, The darling children. If you had said John, like, one of the actual darling children, I would have given you a half a point. (laughs) You would have just said a generic name. Wes, you said Tommy and Timmy. I was almost going to give you a half a point for knowing that they were fraternal male-female twins, but then I was like, ah, no. I don't deserve that. No, absolutely not. I thought about it, and then I was like, that's stupid. Uh, Someone sings a duet with their mirror self. Ethan, you said that was false. Uh, Wes, you said that was true. It is true. And then I wrote something. I wrote something next to it, and I don't remember what I wrote. I think it was which characters did it. Oh, the children. Yeah. Uh, it was not the children, so you didn't get a bonus point for that. It was, in fact, Mary. And then she calls her mirror self cheeky, and it's great. There can only be one. <laughs> don't you People love that scene where they go into the mirror universe and they <laughs> duel the It makes me think of that uh, Goosebumps book with the mirror and then they all turn invisible, but then you get stolen by your mirror self. And so at the end, the twist, spoiler, the twist is that the younger brother who was always left-handed is now right-handed. So he's been stolen and it's the mirror boy now. R.L. Stein, you did it again. Really Stein. Best horror writer of all time, man. King be damned. That man wrote an orgy about 11-year-olds. I think that R.L. Stein 
is better. I thought you were going to say R.L. Stein also did that. No. In a Goosebumps book. R.L. Stein's a little no. sadder, though. I listened to an <laughs> interview of him with Terry Gross, and it was... Him describing his career is just sad. Well, I don't think he... He didn't want to write no. for kids, right? He wanted to write comedy. <laughs> but then his agent was like, no, write horror. And he's like, so that's, that's what I'm doing. If he saw the TV series, he did write comedy. I mean, his books were funny. Yeah, at times. Like, yeah. part of the reason that they were so good is because they had such brevity to them. Mm-hmm. Brevity is the soul of comedy. Mark Twain. Sorry, Mark Twig. Is this a joke for yourself? Next question. Were you trying to do brevity? Next question! (laughs) People enter a horse race on rocking horses. You both said that... Oh my god. You both said that this was true. It is false. They enter a horse race on carousel horses. They also don't enter that race. They enter it. They don't enter the race, like, you know, legally, but they literally (laughs) physically enter the race. That's true. And Mary does win, so... Well, it's because she said, excuse me. She cheated. She used underhanded politeness <laughs> tactics. And she won. Mm-hmm. Mike, Michael had the best horse. Yeah, angry eyes. Yeah. Oh, angry eyes. Those horses were really well designed and really fit each of the characters, and I thought that was really fun. Yeah. I can't get over how Dick Van Dyke would sit on those horses because it looked like he was defying gravity. He would like lean on. He would like lean back, like he was leaning against a wall, and be like, "I'm so comfortable." And it's like, "How are you upright? <laughs> like, you should be falling off of this horse." And then that part where he, his horse like bops the horse on the head, the real animated horse, and then you see him like looking really depressed. <laughs> he must have a bubble butt. Mmm, I could probably do that then. <laughs> no, your farts would gotta... launch you right off. <laughs> Um, I loved Michael's horse also because it was the fastest and it was just shaking the shit out of him. <laughs> I liked when Jane, Michael's beating her in the race, like he's going faster. And she just smacks her horse's head. <laughs> like, go faster! <laughs> my, fo- my horse goes faster when it's choking. <laughs> she has a little bit of her father in her. <laughs> <laughs> Disciplinarian. Uh. We didn't see him beat them. Not physically. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> they sure looked scarred at the beginning of this movie. Yeah, Jane had seen war <laughs> and death when you see her the first time. The kids in this movie aren't bad actors. They've just seen <laughs> some Excuse shit. Excuse me, the kid that plays Michael is awful. <laughs> May God rest actor. his soul because he died really young. He was trapped in that closet. <laughs> <laughs> they forgot to take him uh michael single-handedly causes a stock market crash ethan you said false west you said true technically i'm correct you are correct because he did not cause a stock market crash he caused a bank riot (laughs) because the old dick van dyke bank man is taking his tuppence and he goes give it back and people are like they are giving him his money give me all my money (laughs) and so the bank has is rioted and people are getting trapped in the doors and there's a crush and it all goes to hell and it's great. I like to think. Sorry, Wes, go ahead. Honestly, does Mr. Bank really want to go back and work for that bank? Because he has his work <laughs> cut out for him. He has to win back the trust and get a ton more clients to invest their money in a bank mm-hmm. that just was rioted the day prior. It's That bank has crashed. Like, they fired him. 
I mean, not not for no reason. There's no other bank in the in the city. London has one bank. The Bank of London. <laughs> the Bank's Bank of I London. Don't think that, I don't think that's real. Um, what I was going to say is, I hope that one day I can become an old man, uh, like old Dick Van Dyke, and try to steal children's money. <laughs> I thought you already did that. I have, but we don't need to talk about that on the podcast. Not with this trial pending. <laughs> not, not, not while I'm currently being sued for stealing money from a child. <laughs> uh, the last true or false question I have is a quote that in this movie someone says, think of the foreclosures, which is true. So a point goes to Wes. Uh, Ethan, you said that's false. And so you don't get anything. I get nothing. That's just because it's Ethan days. never thinks about the foreclosures. Even during the housing <laughs> crash, he was like, <laughs> "What I thought was so funny is that you were, you guys were like, think of the foreclosures, no." And I was like, "No!" In this movie, they go, "Think of the foreclosures, money." <laughs> <laughs> no one said um, about it. You know, both both of Dick Van Dyke's characters are greedy because of the kite sale at the end. Hey, and how he's begging for money. <laughs> he's not begging anymore. <laughs> Should we talk about our headcanon that they're the same person? Your headcanon. I never endorsed it. No one else has gotten on board with this. I think that Dick Van Dyke plays the same person in the movie who is kind of screwing everyone over by playing two different people. One wealthy banker. Yeah. No. <laughs> Become another person. A wealthy banker. <laughs> I almost had a question about Dick Van Dyke playing two characters, but it was another thing where I was like, eh, I don't really want to spoil this. And I didn't find out till the credits when they unscrambled his name. <laughs> I thought Scrambled. it was the first guy the entire time. They did. Oh, I didn't see that part. I, I oh, X'd out of it pretty quickly. <laughs> I'm done. Wes noped out of this movie. Uh, the screenshot for this movie was a scene with Uncle Albert, who has laughed himself up to the <laughs> ceiling, and then they all have tea up on the ceiling. Uh, tea on the ceiling. <laughs> You're right, it was you a said rock. It was, uh, he was a servant, and they were trying to have all of the servants show off their unique talents, and Uncle Albert, uh, Uncle Albert was specifically the groundskeeper. Uh, we don't know doing, what he was. He, he was not working for the banks at all. He might have been. He was, he was not. <laughs> Aren't we all working no, for the banks? No. Uh, and then he did some acrobatic moves, which I did give you a point because they he did do acrobatic stunts up in the air. He did do some flips. A flippity dip or two. So I gave you a point there. That was the song he sang, a flippity dip or two. <laughs> flip, 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 flip. <laughs> uh, Wes, yes, like you said that table. he was... <laughs> spinning around in the air trying to like, put the records back as they're falling down due to gravity uh wes you said that he was a tax collector collector uh and there because of a foreclosure and that mary was going to defeat him with a swish of her umbrella demonstration None of, of her raw happened. power <laughs> no i gave you a half a point as pity because you did notice that mary poppins was in the photo <laughs> I'll take it. I feel sad for taking Otherwise, it. Otherwise, you got literally nothing with that crap. And then in the other, the, the the evil screenshot, as I said, was a screenshot of Michael in the spoonful of sugar cleanup. Uh, uh, once done, half begun, or whatever it's, whatever it's called. It's being mashed into the closet <laughs> by the magical door. The closet doors. is like, 
he keeps trying to get out and keeps like closing him back in. I just smacked the mic. Uh, so uh, I knew there was no way you guys were gonna get it. I just really liked that I was able to get that screen capture. <laughs> Without any blur yeah. to it. I know, it's really clear. <laughs> this movie's been really well remastered without losing any of the, like, charm. Because I know some of the old movies, like, Cinderella looks like ass now because they've just oh, scrubbed flat. away all of the texture so that they can make it HD, which is stupid. They should make it CGI. I've never. They've made it live action. It's probably on its way, honestly. Who do you think is going to play Cinderella? I hope it's me. Hello, I'm Cinderella. Hey, I'm Cinderella. Um, I'm sad. <laughs> My dad's dead. My dad died. And These glass slippers are not comfy. Fairy godmother, I'd like some money, please. I don't want to go to the ball. That's I'm not in the Descendants movie. Ew, I, I hate rats. <laughs> Icky rattos. She, she probably hates rats, but she likes mice. Rut row, my shoes. <laughs> Uh, so the point totals for this were Ethan with 8.5 and Wes with 6.5. I'll take it. Pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> That's doing about as well as I did on wrote uh, on uh, solo. Well, well you, I got the, the same score with Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> you you got uh, you knew more about the movie going in, or you were at least more honest than it's just here's the nanny McPhee. <laughs> plot line <laughs> he did he got close by saying it was like nanny mcphee though no but i had to take points away because there are very particular things that it is not like nanny mcphee the kids are not spoiled and mean she does not turn beautiful it is not a single father it is really weird that the kids in this movie are like nice the only evil person is the dad and honestly that's a reason that pl travers had such a problem with this because the dad in the books is just british he's just kind of a stern british man His they do make him kind of personality trait is british <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I think you could argue that's a personality trait sure. look at john oliver he's just stuffy. uh what was <laughs> he said it <laughs> what was uh ethan score again just so i could get it in the 8.5 yeah, you did a point better than Brandy's quiz. Yes, I'm only getting better at guest episodes. You're only good at guest episodes. That's not true. I'm really good at... You got a um, five on Daryl's Terminator quiz. <laughs> so did you. Oh, I got a nine. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Daryl's out to get you. Daryl hates me. I mean, yeah. Daryl hates me because I outed him this episode for fucking up our last <laughs> episode with him. Dox him. Dox him. And when I say last episode, I don't mean most recent. <laughs> I'm confused by what that means. It's his final episode. <laughs> this is your final He's episode. not coming back. Daryl. <laughs> we have Daryl, it's your time. <laughs> That through line joke was the best one from the movie. There's so many ominous shots. I think truly the most ominous shot was when Bert is drawing the pictures and yep, you see the, the silhouette. silhouette. Of Mary it's very spooky. And it, it lingers for so long. I know it's just so he can draw her, but like it's such a long period of time for her to not say anything. It seems like she might it kill him. It seems like Hitchcock, and then like you would hear like a gunshot go off, and the chalk drops to the ground. They climb a smoke staircase into the sky. 
<laughs> That's scary as hell. Where did they even go in the sky? I feel like they just, they just went room. to a different roof. Yeah, how did they get back to the the Banks' house? That whole sequence when they're like on the rooftops too, you can see, I feel like you see Bert looking back a lot like, we're going too far. <laughs> My powers are weak. <laughs> <laughs> it's not safe here. The smog monster's here. <laughs> All right, uh, so time to get into questions. Mm-hmm. The wrap-up. Uh, so, as per usual, the first question is... Well, the new usual. The new usual question. I had to pivot because I realized I was saying the wrong thing. Uh, would you... Rewatch. Rewatch this movie? Me specifically? Kira, would you like to start? I guess. I mean, I've watched this movie a lot. I watched it a lot when I was a kid. My dad and my mom really liked this movie. So this was I your think last the time. Jolly Holiday. <laughs> yeah. The Jolly Holiday sequence when they go into the chalk painting is just a comfort to me. Like the dancing penguins, which my mom adores. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I mentioned this when we were watching it, but every time we go to Disney World and she sees someone in a, in one of the Mary Poppins penguins costumes, she will like run and have to get a picture of them because she loves them so much. Mm. Um, and they're great. It's a great sequence. It's it, it's a fun dance. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. It's really fun. Jolly Holiday is nice. Um, I think this movie is too long, but I would watch the first half of this movie a lot. <laughs> they should have just stayed in the There's... cartoon world. <laughs> I always think Honestly... Jolly Holiday is super late. It's not the second thing that happens. Honestly, if I can take that as my transition, <laughs> the first half of this movie has like a really good end point and then it just keeps going for another hour uh, and it's like sure some of this stuff is interesting but i don't know if it warranted the time step in time uh, was step in time was so <laughs> well and you made the correlation that step in time is a lot like old man boo from Chitty bang bang but old man boo is great and it it is a really fun dance and really pretty fun succinct song, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. While, while old bamboo does kind of feel a little shoehorned into chitty chitty yeah. bang bang a little bit but it's supposed to be his the, the, the he's supposed to be deceiving someone that he's not. right yeah. and there's some punch-ups that i made to it that i wish were the truth um uh, old bamboo ends yeah. step in time does not end it's not. that song goes on for like eight minutes <laughs> step in time as far as i'm aware goes through the end of the movie <laughs> When dead dad is floating in the sky, they go, kill your dad, step in time. <laughs> Hang him out a fan, step in time. <laughs> Turn into a fan, step in time, step in time. <laughs> Mary floats away, step in time. <laughs> Mary floats away, step in time. What? That he floats away, step in time. Flying to the sun, step in time. <laughs> Um, anyway, I, I still think I would rewatch this movie. Um, this would be a hard movie to rewatch alone. I don't know how you yeah, did it twice in I, one weekend. Well, it's because I only watched it alone once. Yeah. And that's why I don't know if you noticed when we were watching it, but after a certain yeah. threshold, I was like, yeah. I noticed you were just on your phone after. <laughs> I was reading a book. Yeah. Fully doing something else. Well, okay. But I do, I was able to pay attention because I have to be multitasking all mm-hmm. the time. My brain does not sit still. And that is why I'm convinced I have undiagnosed ADHD. Um, but yeah, I, I still enjoyed a lot of parts of this movie. I think it's in that sweet spot of older movies where you can make fun of it, but still have a good time with it. Yeah. And its effects for being when it, when it mm. was are really incredible. Like the, the part where she is taking all the stuff out of the carpet bag is fun. And then mm. 
it goes straight into spoonful of sugar with all of the cleanup which doesn't have the medicine in it no it's really weird um, it, it's just Best left behind for the kids it's just really fun <laughs> nothing is perfect but the green screening from the time is actually better than some green screening now yeah like yeah. all the special effects i would say look like they show their age but they age well it's not like yes mm-hmm. like they they're specifically like kind of like from an era instead mm-hmm. of trying to like push push the boundaries oh my it's not like avatar always age where it looks like <laughs> i was just about to say should we watch avatar again just to see how bad that looks i know you have watched no it i have not <laughs> i just talk about it all, all you time. ever fucking do is talk about avatar um west would you rewatch mary poppins uh i think i would i don't know what situation i would rewatch it i don't think i would rewatch it alone I'd probably no. I don't think this is a movie to watch. Alone. I feel like I would only rewatch this if I had like little kids to show this to for the first time, or if they wanted to watch it, like me. Yeah, like <laughs> Ethan's little kid. Like you girlfriend. showed us. Exactly. Um... <laughs> Take strike that from the records. I'm old. Yes. I'm the oldest one here. Yes, he's talked about how he calls you a cradle rocker, but <laughs> I'm a cradle rocker. Or was I'm not even a rocker. No, His cradles are rocking. <laughs> don't go. Call the police. Yeah. Do you really call me a cradle robber? Yeah, he mentioned it once. That you don't like being called that. That's essentially what he said. I'm only two years older than you. It was solely in context because I was talking about how I'm... Also a cradle robber. Yeah, because I'm a a little over a year older than Takara. That's nothing! But, But when I turned... Two years older than her in April, I was just like, I'm going to get canceled to Kara. This isn't a birthday to celebrate. Well, I guess the month between us coming up, when I'm 28 and you're 25. 21. 21. I'm turning 21. I can finally drink, guys. No, you can't. You die. It's true. I would drink, but I have a disease. I have a disease. I have a genetic disease. I'll die. Uh, The blue. Yeah, so I would rewatch this, but it would have to be a very specific circumstance. And just like, I don't know, watching this at at 25, uh, I don't have like the childish like wonder that came with it if I had seen it when I was young. Now, I'm curious. Here's here's a here's a, a, a it's not a toxicity question. It's just one out of curiosity, since the movie Kira was last on for was Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. A remarkably similar movie to this one. Similar. Which would you rather watch? If given the choice, uh, let's say a year from now. I'm going last. I find that Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is strange <laughs> in a way that I can't quite put my finger on. And so parts of that make me want to watch it more. But Mary Poppins, I think, is a more polished product. Yeah. And so that's where I struggle. But I think I think I would watch Chitty Chitty Bang Bang first. I think I would watch Mary Poppins just because it it doesn't have an intermission. <laughs> like it's not the <laughs> it's not so long that it needs an intermission. Um, there's parts of it that feel dragged out, but if like you said, it feels more polished. I think I'd probably watch that. 
So I would probably watch Mary Poppins, but I would listen to the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang soundtrack before I watch, gotcha. before I listen to the Mary Poppins one, because I think the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang soundtrack is tighter and it has way, w- just way better songs for some of the other characters. Like Mr. Banks doesn't need to have four songs. In Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, the grandpa's song, the old men's song, uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang itself, like it's just, there's just a good... The group of songs are so good that I listen to them all the time anyway. Like, I listen to the Grandpa song and the Old Man song just when I'm feeling down because they're fun. But Mary Poppins doesn't have a weird horny king that rides a robot horse and humps it to move. That's true. Wait, I I thought it did. (laughs) I thought I saw that. I mean, I wouldn't call Michael a king. (laughs) (laughs) You would call him horny. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i'm a horny boy there's my second uh the black keys reference this episode he's horny for speed <laughs> they say that in f9 how'd you know that <laughs> i got the peen peen for, for speed <laughs> uh anything else we want to do before we wrap up no, we just have the toxicity question but I don't know if there's I don't know if there's a toxic fandom around any moments or not. Sir toxic. I don't know. Probably it's probably like those Disney adults who think that Mary Poppins is untouchable and that there's nothing you can do about it and that Mary Poppins Returns was an abomination on God. Oh, I guess one thing, uh one shout out to Mary Poppins. It's anti capitalism. It's is pro- it? No, uh, it's somewhat pro-women. <laughs> it's, it is somewhat pro-women, yes. It's very soft it's, on both, I would say. The, the strongest woman, the, the most outright vocally political woman is barely a non-factor in this movie. And then the strongest woman does disappear in the second half of the movie. <laughs> because the wind changed. <laughs> Did you hear that? It's the winds of change. Bye. Bye. That's it. Bye. I'm saying saying Mary Poppins says bye. You know that a solemn bye is how we outro the show. I mean, Sarah and I end our podcast by going bye. Um, (laughs) So that's it. Uh, I'm going to buy Wes a little bit of time to rewrite the outro, but I'll start reading it. Thanks so much. You've been listening to the game show. We ain't seen nothing yet. The score for this bonus episode featuring Kira uh, is Ethan, eight and a half, Wes, six and a half. Follow us on Facebook at We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, where we don't post anything. On Twitter at We Ain't Seen It, where I do post stuff sometimes. On Twitter, you can follow me at Powerful Goose, or you can follow me now on Letterboxd. Yeah, we should plug that. At E. Yeah, we should plug the Letterboxd. Or you can follow me on Letterboxd at egeese. Um, on Twitter, you can follow Wes at Baby Weswee. And on Letterboxd, um, you can and... follow me at Baby Weswee as well. Ethan and I have ranked all of the movies we've watched so far. Mm-hmm. We're going to rank this one as well. Uh, we don't believe really in the star system. But we're uh, compelled to do it. Because <laughs> we have to. But all my re- reviews are one word for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I actually try to write stuff, but I went back and it was really hard to turn my brain on to be a critical thinker for movies I haven't seen in over a year. <laughs> um, uh, Kira, do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah, you can follow my podcast. We're Decom Mission. It's me and my friend Sarah watching the entire 
Disney Channel original movie gamut. Uh, we're about to start our third season. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. I'm, uh, I think decom underscore mission for Instagram. Facebook is just a decom mission. And uh, yeah, that that's me. That's what I do. Do you want to plug your art? No. Okay. I'm bad at art. <laughs> plug my art last time. Okay. Uh, well, that's us. Yay. Uh, remember. Mary Poppins, your time has come. You owe us your strength or a sacrifice of children. Bye. 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 Bye.